Hi, this is James Mercer from The Shins. This is Shirley Manson. This is Lowe Tolhurst, co-founder of The Cure. This is Huey Lewis giving you the story behind the song. The story behind the song is back with an exciting second season. We peel back the layers on music's most iconic hits with legendary artists like The Killers, Heart, The B-52s, Violent Femmes, Jewel, Huey Lewis, Modern English, and more. To keep the music flowing, we'll be sprinkling in classic episodes from our archives between each new one. So check out the story behind the song wherever you get your podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org, from Louisville Public Media. Consequence Podcast Network. Hey, welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with It's the Interview Series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org, Consequence, and the Consequence Podcast Network. Thank you so much, as always, for making your way here, checking out the series. Uh, I do hope you hit the subscribe button so you can keep up with all the interviews that I put out every single week. That is a new one every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Three interviews every single week to keep you up to date on your favorite artists, discover some new ones, know what's happening in the music world, at all the usual spots like iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, Podchaser, NPR, YouTube for the video versions, or anywhere you like to get your podcast from. I'm Kyle Merritt, and today I am talking with Dave Kahan, the lead singer of Depeche Mode. He's got a, a brand new record with uh, uh, with Soul Savers. It's called Imposter, uh, which finds him covering some of his all-time favorite songs that speak to his current moment in life. Now, the, uh, the alt-legend will be discussing uh, recording these songs as his own confessional, and taking on uh, tracks from Bob Dylan, Neil Young, Mark Lanigan, PJ Harvey, Cat Power, just to name a few. Uh, it's with those last two, though, that uh, Gahan tells us about the difference for him when it comes to singing a song from a female perspective, and even tips us off uh, that he also recorded a version of Cat Power's Manhattan that might be released later this year. So let's do it. Dave Gahan and Soul Savers talking about Imposter. It's Kyle Meredith with Dave Gahan. Hello. Hi, how are you doing? I have enjoyed listening to this so much. It's um, I'll let you explain it too because it's other people's songs, but it's not a covers record exactly. This is something different. What is the concept, and and when did the idea come? Well, yeah, it's it is other people's songs, but um, yeah, the the real idea behind it was uh to make it feel like a complete body of work that was done from the same place with the same singer me <laughs> and um and and this great band that I now have been fortunate enough to uh make music with for, for this will be the third record um but the difference being we all were in the studio together in in November of 2019 out Shangri-La Studios in Malibu, and uh, we tracked every all of it live, and um, all the vocal performances too, as you hear them. 
And uh, the idea was to create a record in that old fashioned sense, you know, uh, where you're listening to an album uh, with two sides to it and that it takes you on a sort of narrative on a, on a journey, uh, you know, um, like all the, 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 my favorite albums and a lot of these particular singers that I, I, you know, Someone said to me just just now that like they said, "Did did I pick the songs or did the songs pick me?" And you know what? It, it's true. The songs did pick me. They <laughs> um, these performers though, and these vocalists in particular, anyone from Mark Lanigan to uh, you know uh, Elvis Presley um, or Bob Dylan, you know, or Cat Power, PJ Harvey. These voices, you know, have carried me through a lot of what I would call my uh, experience in life. We, we talk about that a lot, the, the soundtrack to our lives and uh, kind of getting that sense from this collection right here. Um, yeah, I mean, look, it's the way, it, I, I would say it's definitely, uh, it started to play that for me. Uh, like, and I sort of started to embrace this idea that, um, as we were recording, I realized the sequencing was going to be really important. And then I also realized that I chose these songs because they represent not just how I have felt, but how I feel now and um, how I feel about life, my life, the life around me. And uh, the fact that it was done sort of pre pandemic as well, is interesting to me because I don't know it just it it seems to feel right now too as well <laughs> I need to like when I I've been singing the the songs uh recently because kind of getting my voice geared up ready to um get together with all the band um in London to start off with and and do some rehearsals and we're going to perform this this record in its entirety hopefully a few times, uh, you know, and some special sort of showcases. Awesome. The, you talk about it, you know, the, the sequencing being important. Mm. Is it an actual story arc? I mean, it, did, does that play a part of it? Because I listened to it in two ways. I, I tried to listen to it in that way. Like it tells a story from the beginning to end. I also sort of listened to it. Like if you were making a mixtape for someone, you know, sort of that idea as well. Um, yeah, that's interesting. Um, Maybe I was doing this for someone, yeah. I, or, you know, my own confessional, right? Asking for my own redemption or forgiveness. <laughs> and to, you know, uh, to also find a place uh, in life as usual, uh, for me is, of, is often through songs and music or, or films cinematically, you know, and visually. Uh, it's, I, I'm, I'm, I really am much more, I guess, aware, uh, of who I am and what it is I'm trying to be and who, and my place in, in that, that, that whole scheme of things. Um, and, and this record did start to, so the sequencing, I started to formulate that to be honest within the first sort of three or four songs that we actually recorded um but but, but i already had a list um that was down to about 15 songs which we ended up recording but 
then I, I was getting that list down to 12 because I wanted it to feel like it was a record with two sides. And once I, I really knew that Dark End of the Street was going to start the record, it was like, how's this, how's this, how's this movie going to end? <laughs> and, you know, and always on my mind was, was the perfect ending to, it was, to me, it was like sort of a happy Hollywood ending. If, <laughs> um, uh, you know, as the credits roll. Um, and I, I think as well, um, for me, it was, it was such fun making this record. I mean, I know when you listen to the record and when I listen, when I'm singing through the songs, you know, there's some, there's some, there's definitely some dark points, but uh, you know, that's such is life, you know, but uh, for me also there, there is so much joy and uh, in, in the performances and, and, and the fact that we did them together live, it kind of makes it even more uh, truthful to me. It's interesting because so I listened to it in that way, as I was saying, sort of like a movie uh, in the way you're talking about it. I guess maybe it's because, you know, the state of the world. Uh, I, I came at it a bit more cynically, I think, because you recorded one of my all time favorite Bob Dylan tunes. I'll start there with Not Dark Yet. When I coupled that with Always on My Mind, what I wrote down was I don't imagine the narrator decided to stick around like that. Always on my mind was this tragic, like this beautiful, heartbreaking tragedy. You know, it was so pretty, but like we've seen that Hollywood movie too. That's the one I can. That's the ending I came to, especially coming from that Dylan song. Why did you pick that one? Well, it's just why not dark yet yeah, had to just come before that. You know, it was, and in particular, I felt that 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 record in its entirety time out of mind, you know, it was to me like uh, Dylan was kind of, maybe this is not true, but uh, it's just my perspective, but it, it was like, hey, I'm still fucking here, okay? You know, like, and I'm good at this, you know, I'm really good at this. And, you know, once, once again, we had a, a, an album where, you know, you were like, well, that's, that's the new bar. That's the new bar to, of a great record, you know, um, so, you know, it, and also lyrically, it just falls perfectly into where I feel I am now. And I think you could, you could only have sang that. And I could only have sang that song having 40 years behind me of, of work. Um, yeah, it takes some balls, but like, you know, you, you do it right. Um, and, and apparently the song has had, the seal of approval from Dylan's camp. So like, wow. yeah, that was, was quite the honor. I gotta be honest. Um, and um, it just, it just kind of, it, it's the perfect song for me to just come before always on my mind where it's sort of like, okay, I'm telling you that about all this stuff and I'm being pretty cynical about it, but please forgive me. Cause you know, so, um, so it was like that. That, that's the way it sort of plays out for me. It's the uh, the storm before the calm, the opposite way around in a way. Right, right. That's, um, but it's, by the way, just a side note, his two albums with Lanois, like just masterpieces, but that one in Oh Mercy. Well, like, he's just... Lanois a genius in himself. I mean, mm. just uh, he's, he's so sonically, and this is real key, I think, to making a great record or what I would interpret as a great record. It's about the sound. It's mm -hmm. about the sonic 
where it takes you sonically. It's where it, where, where does, you know, the, the holes, the, the, the silence in between that sonic cacophony, you know, that's where, why we have, where, that's why I held my baby last night is where it is. That's why the Dylan song is where it is. And, and why Neil Young is placed carefully in there as well. Um, but, you know, alongside PJ Harvey and, and, you know, Lanigan, you know, um, I couldn't, I couldn't have, have done this record without uh, a Lanigan song there. It's tucked nicely between, you know, Dark End of the Street and Lilac Wine. <laughs> you know, his voice is the Dark End of the Street. Uh, yeah, uh, well, his, his voice uh, just, he, I mean, he only has to sing one phrase and he's already telling you, I mean, it's like, you know, he's dragging you through a bag of nails. <laughs> so you want to be a rock and roll star? No? Well, how about a podcast star? Well, as it turns out, there's a new all-in-one platform just for you. It's called Anchor, and it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And check this out. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And then Anchor will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify and Apple Podcast and, you know, everywhere else in, uh, in podcast land. And what's even better, you can actually make money from your podcast. Go figure. Uh, no minimum listenership on that. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead. Download the free Anchor app right now or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what are you waiting for? Podcast stardom is within your reach. Speaking of voices, and you brought up Help My Baby last night. Is that you? Is that your Elvis voice that I'm hearing? Oh, that's that's the that's definitely uh, the voice of the imposter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, OK, talk more about that. The, the imposter itself is a character. Um, well, I, I believe that I, I believed it was. But quite honestly, this making this record made me realize that um, it's probably the closest I've come to really showing you who I am. <laughs> well, that's interesting. <laughs> Some psychological thing going on right there. I, we've met, always, always, you know, always trying to figure <laughs> some shit out. Um, if only that could end, that would be nice. So a little, but you know, I get that a lot more to these days. I get these moments a lot more uh, where I just feel like I'm having a good time right now. Yeah, yeah. The the Neil Young song "A Man Needs a Maid" one of the most um, misunderstood songs uh, of all time. What Neil wrote, and I think what a lot of people interpreted it by. How does that fit into the uh, into the set right here? It fits in there because just being a man and uh, how uh, I got to be careful with this, but, you know, it, uh, being a man uh, in my life, having a family, being married and trying to show up for that responsibility, how far short I often fall <laughs> and um but I'm still trying and you know and I just feel that that's that's what the song is for me it's just this uh confessional of being a man but really not knowing but still being just a child a boy inside that <laughs> I mean not knowing what the fuck I'm doing you know um and I need help and that's where I feel it is. It's like that, that line for me is more, um, you know, it takes an army. It takes a village, as they say, you know, and 
you know, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. I, I need help. And I'm lucky that I, I, I get that a lot. I was, I was reading about that song that I never knew that he originally wrote that as a uh, medley uh, with heart of gold. It was all one piece. And, and oh. he had a, apparently had a line in there where he said, a man feels afraid. And that was the transitional parts. It's sort of rewrote it a little bit in my head as I was, you know, it's funny when that happens. I mean, I, I don't, I don't, uh, I'm not claiming to, to guess to know what was in Neil Young's head at that time, but uh, sometimes as well, when you have a phrase like that, uh, which you just said, maybe someone in the room heard him say, man needs a maid, but he was, his man is afraid. <laughs> and and, and it, sometimes when you hear it back, it's like, there's a few lines on, on, on this, on imposter where I hear it back and it sounds like something else. Um, that often happens. It's one of those things that happen in that sonic. And maybe that, that, that was the point where it was like, wait, no, yeah, that's the hook man needs a maid. You right. know, I, that that when that happens for me, it's a kind of magical moment. You get that one phrase in a song or one line, and you're like, okay, now I've got to build everything around that. And maybe that was it was like one giant piece. I mean, the the, the whole album is a, is a great album, uh, you know. Uh, and um, yeah, I just wanted to get I wanted to get more vulnerable with it as well. I just wanted it to feel a little bit strange. And and very sort of uh, simple, um, hence just the piano and uh, yeah yeah. I, I, curious, and maybe this is a dead end question here, but it, it's like you know as as we're talking about especially what you were going for in a man needs a maid, what that song is about, and, and then looking at you know you've covered Cat Power and you've covered PJ Harvey here. Do you find that there's a, a difference when it comes to? Uh, singing from what they originally had, female perspective in, in those senses? Uh, yeah, I think there probably is. Uh, I, I had to twist. I did take some liberties with Desperate Kingdom, the Desperate Kingdom of Love. I changed girl to boy. <laughs> and, uh, um, and I also, in Metal Heart, I sing at the end... Um, I, if you listen carefully, you can hear, uh, I know what I said, but I, I, I started singing, it's not me, it's the woman by my side. You know, and you know, that's the kind of cliche thing, isn't it? The behind the, every, you know, whatever man, there's, there's this really, you know, um, this is the powerful woman uh, that you can't do things without. That to me is, very true. <laughs> um, and um, so I felt that empowerment, I, you know, and I definitely feel that, you know, from, we also did a version actually didn't make the record, but we did a version of Manhattan that was really stripped back. Hopefully at some point you get to hear that, but it was a cat power song, um, mm. uh, which was really uh, beautiful song uh, i really like that song and it the power of to me like this the power of the city over make, making you feel so small and so alone um you know you feel that in songs songs can carry you sometimes like out of that loneliness or out of that feeling of uh, that it's just you because it, of course it's not i mean it's what i do love about manhattan certainly not 
a year ago when it just seemed like it was a ghost town. But like uh, that was scary uh, to walk around the streets and it just felt really weird. But uh, this power of the city being much larger than me as always, as, as something I really love about it. You know, it's like, I, I need that. I need to, it's like where I, where I am right now out on Montauk, I, I can walk down to the ocean and I know immediately that I, 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 I'm, I'm nothing. I'm just this little thing. But like, it's just, I, I need, and I feel that from music. I felt that from a lot of these songs. I felt this feeling of belonging and being part of and really feeling good about that. Um, and, I, you know, I, I'm sort of yearning for that still now, and I, I probably always will be, but, but when I really feel it and, it and it feels good and feels like um, I'm where I'm supposed to be, like when we made this record, um, life is really fucking good. <laughs> well, I know that there is a lot of magic in these songs. I mean, for me, you know, there are songs that I I would never even learn to play just on strumming guitar because I felt like I would get too involved in the song and I would lose the magic. And you know, you just it, don't do it. You just don't don't think right. about it. Yeah, you just, like, you just don't think about it. Like that's the trouble with a lot of singing and guitar playing and and what is the too much thought, you know? And, and and you know, the more the more music I make, and I don't know, the older I get or whatever. It's, it becomes less about uh, controlling the narrative. It is there already. And you know what? You could just get into it. And it doesn't matter if you make a few fucking clangers. It, it, do, it doesn't matter. Just have fun with it. I, in this last year, I got to say, I spent more time playing electric guitar in my little amp uh, along to records like Exile on Main Street. And there were moments when I'm telling you, I was in the stones. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh, Dave, I, I love what you're doing here. There is still magic was what I'm getting to in all of these songs. I mean, Lilac like Wine and, and, and all of them that we get to talk about. Dude, congratulations on this because it's so beautiful what you're doing. Oh, man, uh, thanks. I, that, I appreciate that. Thanks, Carl. And thanks so much for taking the time to talk about this. It's been uh, a lot of fun. Right. Thank you, man. A huge thanks to Dave Gahan. Again, the new uh, Dave Gahan and Soul Savers album is called Imposter. And a big old thanks to you as well, again, for checking out the uh, episode. Uh, I do hope you hit that subscribe button. Uh, again, we put out three new interviews every single week, new and every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at all the usual spots that you can get your uh, podcast from. So hit that subscribe button so I can give you all those brand new interviews. In fact, when you're subscribing to the series, make sure you look uh, a little bit lower, or you can even search for it, uh, Kyle Meredith with uh, Martin Gore. Uh, I, in fact, have... Um, Martin and I did an interview just, uh, I think it was earlier this year, uh, where we talked about a new instrumental EP that he put out. So that one's also in the Kyle Meredith series. And in that episode, at the end of it, I throw in a, a bonus interview from just a couple years ago when I talked to Andy Fletcher of Depeche Mode. So if you're a big Depeche Mode fan, go ahead and search the, uh, the other interviews out in this Kyle Meredith With series. Uh, after that... 
head over to WFPK.org. That's where I do a show Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern. It's an hour full of song premieres, music news, anniversary spans, bonus interviews. That's Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern at WFPK.org. Consequence has your uh, music and film news. You can also find me on the social media spots, including uh, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook. All three of them are at Kyle Meredith over on TikTok at Kyle M. Meredith. Uh, And that does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. Hey there, it's Kyle Meredith from Kyle Meredith With. After you check out the latest episode of my show, uh, be sure to check out some of our other great programs on the Consequence Podcast Network, including Standing BTS, a bi-weekly podcast covering all things BTS and ARMY, and The Opus, Consequence's original documentary podcast exploring legendary albums and their lasting legacies. So head to Consequence.net to listen to these podcasts and many great others. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.